0: Previously on Wormwood, former psychologist Dr. Xander Crowe's botched exorcism of a mob boss's daughter was only the least of his problems. Dr. Crowe was also receiving strange visions of a mysterious drowned woman who whispered the word Wormwood. Crowe's assistant, Sparrow, sent the doctor on a wild goose chase to a small town named Wormwood. In the town, Hank Mason and Emily Saunders talk about their affair and the decisions that Emily must make about the future. Crow arrives in town, claiming that he's come for the dead woman. No one knows what he's talking about. Meanwhile, teenage friends Rachel Nolan and Jacob Kidder ditch school only to get caught in the storm and the threat of the mysterious Muddy Man. The last thing Jacob hears is Rachel's screams. a prominent psychologist, tragedy forced Dr. Xander Crow down the dark pathways of the occult, and he was transformed. Now, chasing the vision of a dead woman, Dr. Crow finds himself in the haunted town of Wormwood, where evil lurks in the shadows and stains the souls of its inhabitants. Welcome to Wormwood. Episode 2, Small Town Drama. Written by David Acampo and Jeremy Rogers
1: Bones till he finds you alone, then the muddy man will snip you. Rachel Rachel.
2: I uh Sheriff Bradley. Oh. oh my god, what is that? I'm gonna puke. It's a dead cow. The bus didn't rip apart from the look of it. And you rolling around in it all. Jacob, do you wanna tell me what's going on here? I just
1: woke up. I was I don't know exactly. And there was it was raining and then we I'm not sure.
2: Jesus, My head feels like it's splitting open. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Well, it did rain last night, which leads us to the less obvious questions of the morning. What? What you're doing all the way out here and why you felt the need to catch some winks in a whole mess of cow guts.
1: I didn't do this! How could I have... What, you think I just got tired of feasting and decided to take a nap? Shouldn't you be in
2: class about now? I must have been drinking. That's how I got here? You're 16, and you're admitting to an officer of the law that you've been drinking. That's gutsy, kiddo, and that's no pun intended. (laughs) Here, let me take a look at your head. Yeah, you're bleeding. Oh, is it me, or is it Bessie? No, you've got yourself a pretty nice gash back here. The rest of this is ground chuck. You're riding in the back, come on. You know, they're not your friends, if at least one of them doesn't stay behind with you. Friends? You kids really think we don't remember what it was like to be a teenager? (laughs) I remember. High school was all about trial and error. Did you know that I took your mother out on a date when we were sophomores? Thanks for telling me that. Insulting in a way. Listen, Jacob, what I'm getting at is that everyone wants to be a part of something. You want that rush, that glory, and all that best years of your life crap, you know? Not everybody gets it, but you've got to be smart about how far you go to fit in. In this case, that's just too wrong to make sense. You know, I shouldn't tell you this, but when I was your age, I was drinking with some guys from the team down at the quarry, and we got it in our heads to... Wait. This is leading up to your date with my mom. You know what? Never mind. All I'm trying to say is, all those bad situations can sometimes become the moments you look finally back on. Yeah. Well, I don't think I see that happening with this one. All right, then. Fair enough. Well, maybe we'll get lucky and last night will come back to you. I'd say you have a concussion, so I'll drop you off at Dr. Minnow's. This will be a good grounding for you. Tell you what, I'll turn on the siren for you. Would you like that? Sure. If I was eight. Deputy Drexel, Mrs. Green wasn't seeing things. There's another one. Get someone out here to clear the carcass, would you? And tell whoever that it's visible from the road... And get in touch with Dahlia Kidder and tell her that I'm taking her son to Dr. Meadows.
1: Did you hear about the coffee filters?
3: Morning, Deidre. Morning, Jimmy.
4: Morning, Brant.
3: Hey, Dee, whose hybrid car is that out in the parking lot?
4: Oh, that's Mr. Crow. Doctor. Thanks, Jimmy. Dr. Crow. He's here for the dead woman.
5: Dead woman? What dead woman? Beats me. What dead woman? I need to speak with whatever passes for government in this town. It's really more of a village. You're really a bit of a moron, aren't you? I'm just saying, there's no governing body. You can talk to Sheriff Bradley, I suppose. Did someone die?
4: Apparently. A woman.
5: Why has he only got one glove? You, with the ugly t-shirt. Jimmy. Whatever. Where can I find the sheriff? It's my band. I beg your pardon. The shirt. So screened to myself, see? The depressive mannix with an X. That's my band. Jimmy, focus. Dead woman. Sheriff, how can I connect the two? Hmm?
2: Morning DJ, folks.
4: Hey Tom, we were just talking about you.
3: Someone died.
2: What? Who? A woman. Where?
3: I don't know, Mr Crow. Doctor. Thanks, Jimmy. Dr. Crow here has come to see you about a dead woman.
2: Dr. Crow? Did you find a body, sir?
5: No, I saw a dead woman.
2: Well, okay, so now where did you see the body? I don't
5: remember. I was a little bit drunk at the time. Where
2: were you drinking? A
5: bar. I don't remember the name of the bar. I may not have had a name.
2: Well, the only bar in town is the Cold Turkey on Griffin Road.
5: No, 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 no. You see, I was, I was in Los Angeles.
4: He's from L.A., Tom.
2: Well, then, Dr. Crow, that's really a matter for the authorities in Los Angeles. Why didn't you report it there?
5: Because she died here in Wormwood. She said the name. It was on her lips as she died.
2: I'm afraid I don't understand, Doctor.
5: It's how I saw it, how the clue was given, and how it directed me here to your town. It's not a matter of coincidence that I'm standing here today. I'm supposed to be here. Now, if you could be so kind as to allow me
2: to... Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not following. A vision. What?
4: He's claiming he had a vision, Tom.
2: Like a hallucination? Doctor, are you currently on any medication? No, I wish. Have you taken any narcotic substance? No, this is not my
5: brain on drugs, Nancy Reagan.
4: A vision, Tom. Right, Mr. Crow?
5: Generally not the best approach to put it so bluntly when dealing with law enforcement. But now that it's spoken, yes, I had a vision. Who was she? I don't bloody know. How many blondes are there in the town? Hey, my wife is blonde. You're blonde, Deidre. So is Miss
2: And are any of them dead, Jimmy?
5: No, sir then how would i know
2: well then let's not get carried away dr crow i think you may want to come down to the station with uh, me i think
5: that would be a fine idea sheriff i presume though nobody's felt it inclined to introduce us sheriff tom is it whoa what i was just thinking that what if it was a vision of the future uh-huh. did whoa did i just freak you guys out too because i'm totally freaking out.
2: jimmy enough Dr. Crow, come on, let's go down to the station and talk this thing through. I don't want to upset everyone in town when there's no dead woman here. Ah, subtlety. My name is Andy Griffith. Watch it, Doc. All right, let's go see about your visions.
5: Dude, I'm
3: so not going to my anatomy class now. What do you make of it, Deidre?
4: I don't know, hon. Definitely a strange one.
3: Hey, did he say if the one was a homeowner...
4: Lord, Brent Saunders, you are shameless.
3: Excuse me for looking for the silver lining in the dark cloud. I'm a positive person, Deidre. I help people find their dreams. I'm a dream maker.
4: Sure, dreams with leaky plumbing and bad drywall. Besides, real estate never sells in Wormwood.
3: Hey, Lionsville's expanding more and more. Market's going up like crazy right now. Wormwood's looking more and more appealing to first-time buyers.
4: Except there's no dead woman. Tom just said.
3: Hey, can't hurt to be prepared. Uh, hey, Deidre, you OK? Your Your nose is bleeding
4: huh? Oh, uh, nothing. Just the dryness this time of year. Got a splitting headache, really. Just came on in the last few minutes.
3: Maybe you should go see Dr. Menno.
4: Oh, so we can stare at my chest while he tells me he'll personally bring me two aspirin and a bottle of Merlot tonight? No. No thanks. <laughs>
1: Ouch. Well, Jacob, I don't think there's any brain damage. It's a doozy of a laceration. One for bragging rights. Yeah, I can see bone, but your hair will cover the scar. I can't remember anything about what happened. It's all black, everything. Well, don't push it too hard. It'll come back to you in time. You just have to be patient. It's not just the blacking out part. I don't know how I could have gotten out to the farm and the cow and my head,
3: uh, I can't make any sense of it. (laughs)
1: Relax, kiddo. You have to let yourself breathe. Doctor's orders, okay? I have amnesia, don't I? It seems painfully clear that someone you don't have amnesia, Jacob.
4: Excuse me, Doctor Meno, but Sheriff Bradley is on the phone for you.
1: Thanks, babe. Jacob, I think we're all done here. Sit back and chill. Your mother'll be here in a minute. Oh, you'll be fine. Get some sleep and don't stress. Tom, no worries. He'll live. Can't really tell if he was hit or just happened to fall. Jagged bones all over the place, weren't there? But yeah, probably tried something for the first time, and now he's in a panic over again. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Who?
2: Do you mind? Uh, uh Doctor Crow, that window's been stuck. Uh, well, it was stuck. Well, never mind, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Pete. So what I was saying is that I, I just learned that Rachel Nolan skipped school yesterday with Jacob. The two were seen running past the elementary school. No, 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 she hasn't been home since. Well, that's how these things usually go. You'll you let me know if she wanders in there. N- no, no, don't, don't aggravate it. Jacob was pretty rattled. I'll stop by his house and talk to him later. Thanks, Doc.
5: I'm so sorry about that. Ruined your filing system, didn't I? Yeah,
2: well, well that wind sure came on fast like went for another stormy night. So, uh, what I wanted to talk to you about is... This Rachel girl. Wouldn't happen to be a blonde? Have a seat, Dr. Crow. Maybe she was pregnant. She's 16. Oh, it couldn't be that then. Look, tell me again what happened to your face. Tell you again?
5: hmm? I haven't told you anything at all. Listen, Sheriff, I know what you're thinking.
2: My ESP?
5: Curiosity. Here I am, a stranger in town, all banged up and looking for a dead girl. It just so happens that the very same day that I arrive, you find yourself with a missing teenager. You're thinking of my angles. How could I be playing all of this if I turn out to be diabolical?
2: What sort of impression are you trying to make with me? So you're the mysterious stranger, the psychic. Come on, I don't know what your story is yet, but it ain't a mystery I'm missing to investigate. Perhaps you shouldn't have bragged about having a vision. If you're going to be all concerned about first impression, That wasn't me. What? But it doesn't
5: change the fact.
2: That I don't think anyone has died? That said, your beliefs bring me You're to... making
5: a mental note to remember me, just in case something turns up, correct? Do you really want to be a suspect for a
2: non-crime, Dr. Crow? You sound like one of those werewolves in the movies, going to be locked up before the full moon comes. Always a good idea. I'm starting to think that this isn't such a good idea. I realized long ago how it's impossible to
5: waste time on bad ideas. Everything correlates. Now, you want to ask me something? Don't you?
2: Okay, Jesus. Let me just lay this out on the table. I think you're silly. I've never understood the fascination with ghosts and all that light and dark stuff. But I see that you do. Since you're not from here, I figure I can hit you up for facts. Without word spreading around town that I... See, what I wanted to talk to you about is vampires. You think Wormwood has a bloodsucker? No! No, absolutely not. But you've overheard the details of the cattle mutilation this morning? It's the second case this month. We're keeping it quiet, but... Could be sacrificial. Most likely it's a hoax. If you
5: do have a vampire, one with the moral restraints to avoid humans, then what you need to do is tell the person to stop pretending to be one. Look, I don't believe in any of that stuff. That vampires don't really exist? Right. No. I I know they don't. I'll just forget I said anything. I've seen what fanatics do to animals. It's rather unpleasant. You should smell my car. Why? Oh, never mind. Don't sweat your vampire theory. It's really not possible.
2: Oh. Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I never really... But on
5: the subject of butchered cows, I heard that some local has already gone by and scooped up the remains. This was somebody with a truck and not a badge, I assume. So let me ask you something, did you or anyone sift through the carnage for anything that might not have moved when it died?
2: You just have to keep trying to connect your bad dream to our little small town drama, don't you? I think I'll be able to handle things, but if I ever find need for a seance, I'll give you a call in LA.
5: I had a vision, not a dream. Dreams are ultimately nonsensical, and I don't dream much anyway. Cows and runaways. Does it connect? On the surface, it does not. See,
2: my girl drowned. You're aware that nobody has drowned in Wormwood for quite some time, aren't you, Dr. Crow? I suppose I'll have to wait.
0: Tonight, on the 6 o'clock news, local Los Angeles legend Giuseppe Don Marino makes headlines recent suicide. Given the flurry of controversy surrounding the police investigations into Marino's alleged criminal connections, Channel 7 News has sent investigator Glenn Wong down to the scene of the tragedy. We go now live to the Marino estate. Glenn, are
4: you there? Oh, Hank, turn the TV off. I don't want to hear about the real world right now.
0: Sorry, babe. Old habits, you know. Wormwood's so tucked away, I I get used to my nightly news fix. Reminds me that the real world is still out there, waiting.
4: Well, come here and hide under the covers with me for a while longer. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Don't you need to be downstairs to watch the front desk?
0: Who's going to check in?
4: I guess you're right. But we still need to maintain appearances. (laughs) Brent called me after school today.
0: What did he say?
4: He said... He said there was a strange man at the diner. He left with the sheriff. He was saying something about a... dead blonde woman.
0: Dead blonde? Did... did Brent talk to him?
4: Uh, I guess... no. You know Brent. He was more interested in who died, so we could see if he could get their house on the market.
0: Wow. It's really coming down. We're in for another bad storm. Just how you like our nights together. Mm-hmm. You still haven't told me uh, when you have to get home. Where are you getting out of bed? What happened to hiding under the covers?
4: I want to watch the lightning. I love the way the world freezes in that single moment of light. It's like a photograph. Here it comes. Oh, God. What? What is it? It's, it's him. He's out there. He's, he's watching us, Hank. Who? Brent?
0: Did Brent find us?
4: It's the man in black.
0: The muddy man. Let me see.
4: Wait! There, you see? At the edge of the oak trees. He's staring right up at me. I I feel so cold.
0: I don't see him. Look, Emmy, you've got a lot on on your mind. The, the, The kids, their stories. They got to...
4: You know better than most that it's not the kids and it's not the story. You know what's coming. You're part of it now. <gasps> there. He's closer now, you see? He's there on the edge of the road. He'll drip from his bones till he finds you alone. Then the mighty man will uh, I'm not going to stand for this. It's already started. We uh, started it.
0: Not this. Whatever it is. What if it's all wrong? What if we're all wrong?
4: Hank, stop it. What are you doing? You, you can't. Hank! Idiot. You're better at running away than you are at fighting.
0: You're not getting away this time! To be continued on the next episode of Wormwood. Created by David Acampo and Jeremy Rogers, Wormwood is an original podcast produced by Habit Forming Films, LLC, featuring the cast of Season 1 characters. Arthur Russell as Dr. Xander Crow, Sonia Perozzi as Sparrow and Rachel Nolan, Joe J. Thomas as Hank Mason, Mr. Brezier, Phineas Tibbert, and your announcer, Rob Grindlinger as Sheriff Tom Bradley and Steve Haskell, Coralie Nickars as Emily Saunders and Deidre Frost. Scott Olinick as Jacob Kidder. Andrew Ramirez as Dexter Nolan. Dave Johnston as Deputy Wayne Drexel. Zachary Fawkes as Brent Saunders and Charles Edison. Cheyenne Besize as Lamora Haskell and Katrina Edison. Anna Maganini as Lynette Bradley. Luke Gannon as Dr. Pete Minow. And Peter Dirksen as Jimmy Details and Jonesy. Additional voices provided by the talented cast original music compositions by todd hodges copyright 2007 habit forming films llc wormwood is a serialized podcast and cannot be distributed in part or whole outside of the podcast format without written consent from the creators for more information on the cast and writers and individual episode credits visit www.wormwoodshow.com thank you for listening and welcome to town
3: die
4: apparently a woman